Hey guys, and welcome to Smart Woman Read Romance, a book review podcast where we fangirl over all things romance. I'm Jessen. And I'm Juliet. And today we'll be reviewing The Lady Gets Lucky, the second book in Joanna Shoup's Fifth Avenue Rebel series. But before we dive in, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on your preferred podcast platform and please write and review us. If you want more romance discussions, follow us on our social media pages at SWReadRom, join our Facebook group, The Swoon Zone, and follow my YouTube channel, Jessen Reads Romance. If you'd like some podcast extras, become a patron of the podcast on Patreon, where we have extra content, including exclusive episodes and giveaway free enamel pins, stickers, books, and bookmarks. Special shout out to our patrons. We love and appreciate you. And thank you so much for the support. Yes. All righty. So Juliet has just returned from Shameless Con. Oh my God. Which I was supposed to go originally like two years ago. The year that COVID happened. Yeah, was, um, yeah, 2020. We were 2020. Yeah, and yeah. we had planned it in like 2019 mm-hmm. and bought my tickets and everything. And then whenever I got into nursing school, obviously, I couldn't go because it was like in the middle of the semester. Yeah, and they had postponed 2020. Everybody like got moved up a year. But like next year's the last year they're doing it. Too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that that was going to be the final year. Mm-hmm. But I was just thinking about cons in general. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was telling Juliet, I was like. You know, I have to like recharge my social battery every once in a while. I can't just like socialize the whole day and yeah. be okay. That's not look, me. <laughs> and look, and I'm pretty extroverted, but I'm the same way. Like Friday, I went, I met a friend for breakfast and then I went back to my room and I like piddled on my computer and watched HGTV till I had to go to another event like in the afternoon. Like I was really... It's, I, it's it's very yeah. draining to be it's social that draining. much, but like it's fun. It's fun. It, it is. But especially for like an introvert and stuff. And I was just telling Juliet because I am going to go to a polycon with her. And I was just like, I oh. need I need to find a pin that, that says <laughs> that I'm an introvert. And don't take offense if I get quiet all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, like if my battery's just un, just If all of a sudden I stop out. talking, I'm not mad. I just can't conversate anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm out of I'm it. Done. I'm out of the conversation. I, I don't so have it in funny. me anymo- anymore. But no, seriously, <laughs> I found some good shirts and pins. So I will be ordering that That's before hilarious. a Polycon. I can't wait. I, it's just, and I, I feel like wait. a lot of, I feel like a lot of people would understand that though. But yeah. um, I thought it would be something funny and also just like, hey, just a warning, just a warning. Cause like, okay, so um, the other day, the, we just had our last clinical day mm-hmm. for the semester. And after we went go tell um, our patients goodbye, we, we had like a gift basket that we brought all the nurses there. And uh, one of my classmates, uh-huh. <laughs> I almost said coworkers. <laughs> one of my classmates was like, "Oh, let's go eat and uh, let's go eat at Legends and have margarita and stuff." Oh, so jealous! And so I had a margarita and I was eating and stuff, but then I started getting quiet towards the end. I was yeah. like, "All right, we gotta wrap it up. We can't conversate anymore. Yeah, this is enough." <laughs> I've had enough of y'all. <laughs> I, and it wasn't that I had enough. I just had nothing else to say. Yeah, like, I was just like, yeah. I don't know what even else to say anymore. I've exhausted my my skills at <laughs> conversing with people. Yeah, you might have been on the struggle bus a little bit at Shameless. But, but, but you know, okay. but you know, I blamed it. I was like, look, the alcohol's hit me and uh, so was the food. I was just like, yeah, I just I, need a nap, which yeah. I did need a nap. Yeah. So it, you were it was also, all good. Yeah, you'd had a long week too. So. Very long week, very long week. But uh, yeah. I'm almost done and... Uh, uh, I can't believe November is almost over with. I feel like we just started November. Yeah. And I've been rereading a lot of books lately. I, it's funny. On the way here, I was actually chatting with somebody um, on Instagram, and I was highly recommending uh, Lisa Kleypas because she's like, I, had, I haven't read Lisa Kleypas before because she had recommended to a friend like, Taming yes. of the Highlander. And I was like, wait, <sighs> what? Because she and I had bonded over that one. I was like, wait a second. You've not read Lisa Kleypas? I mean, Marrying Winterborne is one of my go-to comfort reads. I love that book Reese, so much. Reese. Oh, my, oh, my love. My lord mm. in heaven. There's so, I have too many <laughs> book husbands I know. created by Lisa <laughs> Kleypas. <too>. <laughs> Actually, our end of the year episodes are right around the corner, they you know? Are. And uh, I was looking at our list the other day. You need to work on it. Juliet hasn't worked on it since yeah. I created the list, but I, um, <laughs> I was having difficulty like doing my ultimate list, like yeah. the top, top, top. Cause we have like our yearly list. Like what are the, what are the characters this year that really stood out? Like who would be our book boyfriends for the year? But yeah. then we have our ultimate list of like, who's our book boyfriends like of all time. Oh. And that's such a hard list to do. And I we know, have to do it so again. Hard. So I'm really excited about it though. 
We have a lot of good books. I actually was looking back and I was like, I read that book this year? Like, it feels I like I read it, it so like read long it, ago. It like, I know, last year. I know. It's so crazy. But anyway. Anyway. And we still have lots of books that uh, that I still need to read before the end. The <laughs> year is over. So we'll see. We'll see what ends up happening before the year is out. So anyway, we have to talk about this book, The we Lady do. Gets Lucky by Joanna Shoup. <clears throat> this is the second book in a new series that she's written. And it actually, the timeline, Juliet hasn't read the first one, but I have. The timeline coincides with the first book. And you actually I see tell. So Harrison and Maddie. Is, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. So it happens at the same time because there's this house party that's happening. Oh, and this is a Gilded Age novel, which is really yeah. cool because I don't really I read too many um, books that are not mm-hmm. set in England. and. Right. So this one's Gilded Age. It happens in New York. And um, so it's really fun. And I really enjoy these characters. So let me tell you about them really quickly. And then we'll move on to the spoiler section. So we have Christopher Kit Ward. And he's kind of known as this like rake, this rogue. He's super flirty. He's also like the really outgoing one of the bunch. And he actually has some insecurities that his friends are completely unaware of. And he wants to prove to everybody, because his father was such an asshole, that he is more than just a pretty face and he can, like, accomplish stuff. And so one of the things that he's doing is he's trying to open the Supper Club. It's, like, an exclusive dinner club for gentlemen in New York. And um, he's trying to get that off the ground. He's struggling with a chef. He really wants to hire this famous chef, but he already has a job at the hotel. Anyway, that's how we meet our heroine. So Alice Lusk, she is the meek and mild-mannered heiress. And she's at this house party. She has a very overbearing mother who is with her, has to be – like attached to the hip with Alice. She's fussing at Alice all the time for, for eating, for, for breathing, breathing. (laughs) Her mom is honestly horrible and it's an understatement. We'll talk more about that in the spoiler section. But Alice approaches Kit in his bedroom one night because she wants him to give her lessons on how to flirt. She's like, I need to attract a husband. I don't want to marry. I don't want to marry somebody who's just after my dowry. Yeah. But like, I don't even know what flirting is, honestly. Nelly or somebody said he could turn any shy woman it was into Maddie. a vixen. It was Maddie. Oh, yeah. Maddie said that Kit could turn any shy woman into a vixen. <laughs> and she's like, well, that's exactly what I need. <laughs> so she approaches Kit with this wild plan. And I absolutely love this first conversation. It's so fun, but that's how our book kicks off. So we're going to move on to the spoiler section. If you have not read The Lady Gets Lucky, you totally should, and you should come back and chat with us. Okay, Okay. so... That first meeting, I love it because, like, Kit's in his room. He's, you know, had an exhausting day, and um, he hears a knock on the door, and I love how he thinks it's, like, somebody that he's been sleeping with during yeah, the house party, like, one yeah. of the chaperones or yeah. whatever. He, like, opens it, and he's like, Mary or Margaret or whatever, like, yeah, not like, now or something. Yeah, like, and then this it's this is not her. And then it's Alice, and she's just like, can I come in before someone sees me? <laughs> <laughs> And you're just like, what is going on? Like, like this, wait, is this is crazy. One of the, this is one of the prim and proper heiresses that Maddie warned me not to touch. So this is an important point right. that Juliet brings up. Maddie, he's good friends with Maddie. And like, um, he, Harrison, and Maddie have always been good yeah, friends. They grew, up um, they grew up together. And Maddie is just like, kid, I know how you are. And like, the heiresses are off limits. They're, they're innocent. And I don't want you messing with them during right. the duration of this house party. And so Kit promised Maddie, I won't mess with any of the heiresses <laughs> that does not count cha- chaperones he's fine with messing with the chaperones yeah so alice comes in and he just and she just like look i i don't want to trap anybody into marrying me that's mm-hmm. not why i'm asking you to give me flirting lessons because he he basically is just like it's so easy yeah. just trap him in a room and have your mom walk in and boom <laughs> you you'll have you'll have a husband and she's like she's like no and she thinks on how horrible her parents' marriage is mm-hmm. because her father's like separately and they, he has yeah. a mistress and yeah. yeah. And he just worried about his business and stuff and right. and because her mom is just that type of woman that like nobody can take her. Like nobody likes her. Nobody. Nobody, nobody at the house she party. She's even become ostracized in society back in New York because nobody likes her mother. You know, and she, of course, the mother blames it all on her and how stupid and how plain she is all the time. She tells Alice that the only attractive quality about her is her dowry. Is her dowry. And she's the only way, the only way she's going to attract a man. She, she's like, thank God for your dowry. No, no man will look twice at you. Like, she is that oh, awful y'all. to Alice. And it's so freaking the most sad. horrific. 
And it's why Alice has such low self-esteem. And usually I don't love a character that has like extremely low self-esteem. Like it's almost exhausting to read about somebody who doesn't find anything about themselves like worthwhile or worthy or anything. But like I felt for Alice so much because the way that her mother is, it's so abusive. And I'm just like, I also thought Alice was such a strong character because even though this is true, even though she had very low self-esteem and very low feelings about herself, she didn't whine about it all the time she was kind of like okay so this is my lot in life i'm plain but you know i can offer a husband other things you know surely i can find a man to fall in love with me for other reasons you know like not just my looks but you know i'm a kind she knows she's a kind person and and so I, i love that about her that even though her mother has beat her to the ground and first of all she's not ugly you know she's she's not at all ugly not at all like just because she isn't like you know a sparkling diamond. She's a very pretty girl. And like, I love when we get to, um, Kit's point of view and he's me like, Ooh, her eyes are so pretty and brown. And like, and those luscious lips, like he's like cataloging all her pretty features, you Absolutely. know? And it's, it's, it's a cool, I like seeing that contrast, you know? And I really do like this pairing as well, because like I said, Kit also has some insecurities as well. So both of them really bolster each other. Uh-huh. And you really can feel that in this conversation. And I really love how open Kit is. Like he knows that this is crazy, you know, yeah. like this, this random woman walking into his room, but he entertains the idea. He's like, He's why don't we sit down? Like, yeah. Oh. Why don't we sit down? Would you like a whiskey or whatever? Like, let's just know. And she gets a little skittish and she's like, maybe I shouldn't have brought it up. But this is a bad idea. Maybe I should leave. And he's like, hold on. I just don't understand. Just explain it to me. Yeah. And I love the patience that Kit has. Like, again and again, a, I love when characters communicate well. And I feel like they do this. Again, yeah. Like, it happens so often where there could be miscommunication. Characters could just like be like exit stage right because this conversation isn't going the way that I planned for it to go or I'm embarrassed or I'm frustrated or whatever, but they work it out every single time. We should also time. mention that Alice, she's a little mercenary herself. She comes in there with a bargain. She doesn't just come in and say, oh, please give me lessons. She's like, no, look, I know you're starting the supper club. I know you need uh, Chef Franconi's recipes. I have them all in my head, and I can give each one of them for a lesson. Exactly. So, she bargains so with this rake, when you know? when Kit says he's like, "I'd love to be able to help you. I'd love to be the one to help you," but like, I can't because I promised Maddie. Mm-hmm. Um, and so eventually, Alice, whenever she learns that she does have something to bargain with, she's like. Yeah, I can help you with that. Like, I'm friends with him. (laughs) Chef Franconi used to work for my parents before he got the job at the hotel. Mm -hmm. So uh, I totally memorized his recipes. I'm sure if you – if I I can, like, um, cable him, I think what she said. I can cable him to get permission, see what price he would like to sell his recipes for, and I'll write it for you. But every recipe that I exchange, I want a lesson. A A full lesson, she says. And he's like, well, what what full lesson would this be? And his mind, like, kind of goes to, like, the dirty (laughs) side, you know, being like, yes. Because, okay, one of the things that I love about Kid as well is – so many times he looks at her while she's explaining her situation. We know that she's incredibly kind. He's fascinated by her, but he's also just like, this is almost comical the way that she's insisting that she's shy, but she's the same woman that just walked into this bachelor's bedroom. room, you know, <laughs> wanting lessons, wanting lessons. And, you know, she's also did her little mercenary move about yeah. I'll give you recipes and stuff. And she's like, she's more confident than she gives herself credit for. Right. And I really love how Kit recognizes that almost instantly about her because I'm just like, I love when characters mm-hmm. get each other. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And again, whenever she, like, um, whenever she asks, I think he asks, like, well, well, why me? And um, well, what what attracts you to me? Because like they're trying to figure out how to flirt, yeah. And what 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 are qualities about me that you find attractive? And she's like, well, you're gorgeous, of course. And she instantly knows that that's not the answer oh, yeah. that he wanted to hear. He looks away and he gets. She can tell he's upset. Like his jaw clenches answer. and yes. stuff like that. Like she and he's like. Did this kid not want to be more than a pretty – well, like, I wouldn't want to be just called right. beautiful and have, yeah. like, nothing else going for me. So then she elaborates yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, talks about his loyalty to his friends. Yes. Um, and, and how, how she makes he is to even, like, the cha- the older chaperone. Yes. And older lady. It makes like, everyone always, feel at ease yes, and important. And important. Kit always makes the person that he's talking to feel like they're important and that yeah. they're, they're, their conversation is worthwhile. I love those kind of people. Me too. <laughs> I'm like, you make me feel like at ease. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, kids of the world. 
I freaking love it. And he just like kids such a gentleman. He might be a rake and a rogue, but like he is such a gentleman with mm-hmm. her. So I also love how like after their initial meeting as well, he starts like watching Alice and like paying right. more attention to her. Yes. And there is um they have like an egg hunt. And Alice was, was like embarrassed initially about asking him and like wouldn't meet his wouldn't meet his gaze or whatever. And I uh, they get paired together to go on the egg hunt. And this is where they hash out the deal. But also it's just like such a um they get to know each other a lot more. Mm-hmm. And also Nellie's kind of like watching this. I love how oh, Nellie yeah. Nellie is like Nellie the observer is, yes, of everything. Yes. She's like looking at everybody, knows that. So there's a, a kind of an underlying plot that involves the first book where maddie which they're at her parents like a state she's in it's is kind of like dating she's being courted by this duke who he doesn't have a lot of money so he's come to america yeah, because he needs america to, to marry an heiress, heiress okay poor duke, poor duke. and <laughs> harrison harrison their their um childhood friend always wanted maddie and he's making his play for maddie but yeah. maddie's like refusing to be pulled in by harrison and so there's all there's like this competition going on because like lockwood the duke knows that harrison wants maddie yes. and they're like competing they're like playing games and stuff like tennis seeing who's gonna win or not but um there's also like a moment where alice's mom basically tells her like she Good thing that she's not seated next to the Duke because she wouldn't be able to like entertain him. The Duke would be so bored and everything like that. And it's just, there's a moment where she tries to make conversation with the Duke while they're in the tent outside, while they're having, you know, their egg hunt and stuff. And I love how Kit sees her struggling to make Mm -hmm. conversation because she has, has a hard time just making conversation. And she, he knows that she feels awkward. It's not that the Duke feels awkward, but she feels awkward. And he steps in right then because he's like, I need to help her facilitate this conversation. And so while they're having their outing, like I said, they're getting to know each other better. She finds out that. Kit's parents also didn't have a happy marriage and that he was really close with his mom. And um, that's why he was like, I totally understand why you want to find a good husband who wants you more than your dowry because I've seen what it's like because my dad married my mom for her dowry and turned into a horrible person and made my mom miserable for the rest of her life. I think he even like put his mom in an insane asylum because his mom like didn't want to do something. and like he's trying to control her money. And before she even died she became ill he went like out west and start married and started a new family before his wife was dead it honestly is kids kids dad is the worst of the worst the lowest of the low and also build kit's head with just like awful thoughts saying you're just like your old man if you have a pretty face you basically don't have to work for it like why why have brains whenever you have a beautiful face like thank god the gilded age is an interesting time because we are seeing like a mix of classes because Mm -hmm. Kit's mother was a blue bud, but his father was like working class. And so, you know, there's this sort of like, he has a reputation for his father's, you know, terribleness and the way he was a gambler and, you know, just made so many enemies and whatever. So he doesn't feel really comfortable all the time, like in all the super high society things. Um, Cause I noticed that later on when he starts having even contemplating the thoughts of being with Alice long-term, he's like, Oh no couldn't be with anybody like me, you know? Those exactly. Kind of like, like he definitely feels like he has to prove himself. And when Alice makes like kind of a passing comment about like, her not being attractive enough to um to reel in a man like Kit. Yeah. He tells her, he's like, you seriously underestimate your appeal. And she's like, oh, you're just saying that you're just being super being nice, nice or whatever. You're a gentleman. And he <laughs> was like, and he was like, you know, when you know, like when you left my room last night and then he's like, oh shit, no, you can't say that out loud. And like his internal <laughs> thoughts, he's thinking, he's like, um, I whipped out my cock last night and um, yeah. I spent myself to the thought of you and like to the smell of your lingering perfume. Kit's very romantic. <laughs> romantic in his head he like is. i'm just like he oh is. kid oh i love it but she he refuses to say anything more because he's just like i'm going to scandalize this young virgin and like i, <laughs> I love how he's always that. so worried about scaring her because he does a couple of times he Come does on. he does but um he also notices when she does offer up the recipes she downplays her love of cooking yeah. because she's also she's just kind of like oh no like I've just observed, I've just and, observed. Stuff. and like and I'm honestly really it. terrible and he's just like he something's not, not matching uh-uh. up uh-uh. and I love whenever characters yeah. are like intuitive like yeah. that yeah kids very like I'm on to you 
Exactly. So the first lesson, Kit's like, well, let's start the lessons right now since Franconi agreed um, with the recipes and stuff. Um, I want you to hold my hand. And she's like, what? What? I no. Know. And he's like, no, this is why you need to hold my hand because you think that men and women are like so different and we're really not. Like we're just flesh and blood and I do, I want you to feel comfortable holding my hand. And he's like, take off your glove and hold my hand. And so like, and he makes her stay there holding his hand and he's waiting for a specific reaction. He finally gets it whenever she actually starts exploring by herself because at first she's really stiff and then she starts like yeah. tracing each finger and like mm-hmm. looking, turning his hand over and over. She gets more comfortable, more comfortable with men because she's not comfortable right. with people in general, let alone a man. Because her mother has like kept her like <laughs> a sequestered. She's almost. so, her she's mom's so, so obsessed with being like with, with her reputation yeah. and not a associating with anybody else who would have a bad reputation. Yeah, she even said and, if it weren't for the Duke, that would not be at this party. Right, exactly. So I love how during the course of this hand-holding, Kit is getting extremely turned on. He's just like, what is this? It's what just is hand-holding. Happening? She's holding my <laughs> it's hand and I'm rock hard. <laughs> what is happening? And there's another um, – so I'm hoping that Nellie gets a book and there's also another uh, one, Catherine, who she kind of makes a passing yeah. comment about Preston, who is – I thought so too. And I'm just like – is there something that went on with her and Preston? And like yeah. Preston is Kit's business partner. He's an architect and helping build really actually the too. building um, of the supper club. But in this book, we know that Preston has a mistress, Arabella, but there's something that Catherine had mentioned, like especially Preston or whatever. And I'm like, hmm, is there, is there is a romance the abusing? one that the dad was trying to force him to marry, I wonder? Because Preston was being, his dad was trying to force him to marry someone. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Could, it, could be a second chance. I don't know. That would be cool. I'm all. I, I oh. love theorizing about. And like Nellie and the Duke have to get together. Look, <laughs> like look, they have they yes. something that we're going. Whenever Nellie gets her book, we're going back to the house party because we are. Remember whenever um, later on she catches. Alice leaving um, Kit's room after one of the lessons and she kind of casually mentions it to Kit like I saw her going out of your room and he's like yeah, well what were you, you doing on that side, side of the, the, the that's room? all the single gentleman's <laughs> rooms are so Nellie Nellie yeah. I think that there are sparks flying with the Duke but I she's think, an heiress so I'm like why wouldn't why because wouldn't? she's scandalous oh, and he can't true. have a scandalous that's duchess. so true so that's why I'm thinking it could be perfect like he's trying because remember when he takes um um, Alice out. Oh, I'm getting ahead of myself. But when he takes Alice out later, he's like, he gets all kind of nervy when he thinks she's not being proper. Yes. I, I like that theory. So Kit is like, okay, well, we need to have our lessons. When can we do them? At night. Yeah. Obviously, after your mom goes to bed, you right. know, come come knock on my door. She takes her laudanum at eight. Yeah. <laughs> then I'll be Nightly there at nine. laudanum. <laughs> dosing herself every single freaking night and so she knocks on the door and she opens the door and he opens the door and he's wearing nothing but his banyan which is that silk robe they used to wear back then and she is scandalized oh i love this so this is a part where i really start to fall for kit hard because he's just like hello there come on in and he loves that she's like blushing and she can't i mean the only thing that's showing is like his calves down and like the square of his chest you know that's exposed from the robe but still she knows he's naked underneath and when when they when they get inside and closes the door and he's all like hey being all flirty she's like could you put some clothes on and he suddenly realizes oh my she's god very flustered yeah she's she's not this isn't just flirty like she's embarrassed like i'm she's shutting down and so then he's like my god i cannot treat her like you know like i do these other women i'm with you know yeah, so and he's like stay right there really I'll, I'll, i'm gonna put on my clothes and like he puts on like he was fastening cufflinks at the end yeah. like he like really she, put on she clothes. Was like, i think i'm just gonna go like she was putting and the he didn't want her to bed leave. and he's like no, no 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 please i'm so sorry and he apologizes and i love this this is where it sort of like clicks for Kit that this is not just any woman, mm-hmm. you know, like he has to basically be gentle and take baby steps. And he her. tells her, he was like, he was like, I was trying to flirt with you, but I obviously miscalculated. And I she was like, that was flirting. You were in the, she's like, I was flirting and you were flirting with me. And she's like shocked he's flirting with her. It's like, well, yeah. Yes. And I love how he says like, I, I have not lied to you, Alice. Like I, she, yeah. he's called her beautiful before. Like I have not lied to you that you are attractive and I will never lie to you. Like you need to, you 
you need to stop thinking that I'm just saying empty right. things to you because I'm not saying empty things to you. When I give you a compliment, it's because it's true or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I love – so he gives her the lesson on flirting and he's like, what you need to do whenever you're talking – first of all, he gives her the advice of – because she wants to know how do you easily converse with people I don't understand. Yeah. And he's like – most people want to talk about themselves. Keep referring back to them. <laughs> they don't care about advice. you. Like, keep referring back to Ask them. Ask questions about themselves. Yes, exactly. And you'll have a conversation. She's like, okay. And then um, he's like, okay, so this is what you need to do. You need to, um, you, you need to like look down and then make eye contact. And then hold. And then hold the eye contact. It's almost awkward and uncomfortable. Yes. Like. And then, and then, then you look away. But if you want to be extra flirty, you do a little lip bite first before you look away. <laughs> I okay? love this. So he demonstrates. He demonstrates and she's like, and okay, she's like I think on I can fire, do it. Yeah. Like fanning herself. And then he's like, okay, now it's your turn. And oh so God. Alice does it and he's just like, oh no. It's like, she's a quick learner. <laughs> she's such a quick and learner. And he's like, hard again. He's like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> I freaking love it. I love how like the the tutor be, he, yes. he, he gets showed up by Alice and yes. he's not prepared for the effect that Alice has on right. him. So this is where we have our moment when when she's like, well, how do you usually flirt with women? And he demonstrates and she's like, I didn't like it because that's not the real kid. Yes. She was like, it's not genuine. What you were t- what you were doing with me, it didn't feel genuine. And he was like, well, what? He's like, I'll have you know that Look, this works with all women. I love that he gets so put out <laughs> so that she's like, I'm an expert flirter. for his charms. I'm an expert flirter. Yes. Like, this works on everyone. Why is it not working on you? And he was like, well, what would interest you? And, and she was like, when, when you – when you were talking to me earlier, that was a real kit. You know, I like it whenever you're genuine with me. I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like you're actually interested in knowing me and not just like this, you know, just this woman with breasts and whatever, you know? Yeah. And that's whenever she says, like, these are the things that I love about you. I love the way that you make people feel important and observant. And that's one of her kit. Like he turns away and she's like, Oh no, I still didn't tell him what he wanted to hear. But whenever he looks back at her, he, his eyes are like burning. Oh my God. I love that moment. And he's like, I really want to kiss you right now. And Alice is like, what is it because of like what I said? And he goes, it's because of who you are. And I'm just like, oh my God, I freaking love this. And so she's just like, she's like, oh no, like it's not really part of our contract. Like you don't have to kiss me. And he's like, I want to, Alice. He's like, I want to, Alice. But he's so, he waits for permission every time because he, he does. doesn't want to cross a boundary that she's uncomfortable with. But like, she's like, doesn't want to okay. pressure her. Yeah. But then so, she finally was like, okay, no, well, we can this, do this kiss scene. Look, uh, again, the patient writes a kiss scene. It is beautiful. It is really beautiful. And like there's like, again, gives her time to explore. And she is a quick learner again because Mm -hmm. she like starts taking over the kiss and and he is like, wow. And he's like, it would, it would be easier if you, um, came inside of my lap. I promise nothing will happen. (laughs) Exactly. But you know, my back's hurting because he's like leaning over the chair. And she's like, oh, that is uncomfortable. I'm so sorry. I didn't want to make you uncomfortable. (laughs) And she greases it on his lap. And I'm just like, see, she's getting bolder. And she loves a kiss so much because like whenever he had pulled back to say like, you know, Know, like we should adjust position she's like she didn't want the kiss to end she's like is that it do we have to stop and he's like, like no stop, like we can continue goes, no let's keep going exactly oh, and man. he's just... thinking there's nothing shy about her whenever he's kissing no. her that she is when actually a little bit him. aggressive whenever yeah. like she's taking initiative and yeah. she's roaming her hands and it's just like it's such like a leisurely kissing time and it's just beautiful and he allows her to explore oh, and he he's like I'm I'm dying here because I want to whisper dirty words to her but I like, know. He's like <laughs> I'm like he's her. like I want to take this further but and I can't And like can't. she even he even like nibbles her neck and she's like oh is biting allowed and he's like oh, it's he's, if you're lucky and then <laughs> he's lucky. like would you like to try it on me and so she does and he almost loses control like it was the most delicious. Hardly I love when turn. I it. love when turnabout happens. Yes, I love when it happens in the kitchen later, especially for like the experience. <laughs> it, the experience one. It's like, oh, well, this little innocent person probably little, won't yes, affect me because yes. I'm so used to it. I have I've had the attentions of all kind of women, and I can control myself. But it takes that one he's person. He's done all kinds of depraved things, but nothing compares to like these little 
bites and kisses from this innocent girl, you know? Exactly. It just feels different. So anyway, she's like, okay, well, I have to leave. Like, my mom's going to be wondering where I am and stuff. And I love how he even, like, adjusts her petticoats. He's like, do you trust me? Because she was going up under her skirts. She's like, what are you doing? He's like, I need to adjust your dress because you look like you've been ravished. You look like you've been rumpled. (laughs) So he adjusts. And I love it. It's this trust that's building between them. It's, like, very slow. It's a slow burn romance. Yeah, it is definitely a slow burn. Build, but it works so well for it this does. couple looks so so well so she converses with the duke again okay and i love how kit doesn't like it kit does he not like her talking have, to the duke because he also heard nelly saying you and once maddie throws luck one over because everybody's waiting for it everyone's waiting yeah, and even though i think maddie like gets soon after she gets engaged and like <laughs> and um i love how kit's like the Duke will probably be available because this engagement's this not, not going to last. Like this Harrison, Harrison and Maddie are meant to be together. Right. And but then, he doesn't like the idea. Yeah, because Nellie is like throwing them together. It's like, oh, you and Lockwood would totally, you know, be a good Nelly Nellie makes that mention to Alice. And she's like, oh, the Duke would never want me. Like whenever he went after Maddie. Because Maddie's a very extroverted, outgoing. She's like a world famous tennis player. And um, she's like, I'm nobody basically. And Nellie's just like, oh, no, no, honey. You're <laughs> you're you're beautiful. And uh, Kit agrees. But he does not absolutely like that. So I love how that night she just wants to decompress yeah and she made an agreement with the cook mrs berman or mrs berman berman yeah and she wants to help her bake this bread that she was like oh this is this babka okay remember a couple uh, weeks ago whenever i told you the great british bake-off something reminded me (laughs) oh this is the babka i was like i know what that is because i watched them do babka on the great british bake-off and i actually really want to try to make it because it looks absolutely delicious yes yes but um so she goes down there because she wants to learn how to bake it because she she she's so at home in the kitchen and her mother hates it her mother says you know ladies don't do that and so she, at every opportunity, tries to, um, whenever they're at their hotel, she goes to the kitchens and helps Franconi. And then she's, this cook is very nice and wants right. to help her make it. So she's in the process of doing it. And all of a sudden, Kit shows up because he was looking for her. And I love that. Like, I love like this bachelor. To find her in the kitchen. <laughs> because he's had, he's, yes. he knows what context clues are and he's just like, ah, this woman feels at home whenever she's talking about food and these recipes. She seems very passionate about it. And so he shows up in there mm-hmm. and they're just about to glaze the, um, to, to, to glaze yeah. the bread. And, um, basically, Alice is just like, oh, well, we can finish up. Like, you can go yeah, to we'll bed, Yeah, we'll bake them, we'll raise them, and we'll put them away in storage for tomorrow or whatever. And I love the moment where she is instructing Kit on, like, how to glaze it and everything. And <laughs> Alice, like, licks some of the glaze off of her finger. And, like, it inflames Kit. Kit's well, just like, this first, is he's like, he's so... like, you know, he sees, like, he sees a little bit, like, around on her face or something. He's like, you know, you can use food to flirt, too. Oh, so yeah. he shows her. He dips his finger and like seductively sucks on his finger looking her in the you know looking at her and she's like literally like burning a lot and <laughs> i love like, how there's a moment where their bodies start to like sway toward each other like yeah. it's like oh it's such a prelude to a kiss and then all of a sudden he like pulls himself back and he's oh i have to go yeah, he's like right yeah, now i know it's like because when she does it he like first of all he's like holy cow Oh, I've got to get out of here or I'm going to attack her and bend her over this freaking table or whatever. We've got, I, this can't happen. Yeah, exactly. So, and she's being so sweet because like yeah. she, she even said like they talked about, you know, just like her, her baking, wanting to bake food and they're talking about his past again. And she even gives him like a kiss on the cheek saying, you know, like she feels yeah. bad for the boy, for his childhood and stuff. And that like really touches Kit. So it's just like a bunch of things that are happening. Yeah. Each lesson is just like, oh, it's yeah. so good. It's so that, good. I love that scene so much because it was, there was like a quiet time while the bread was baking there where they were just talking about each other, about their lives and connecting. And you then know? she brings him a piece of babka that night. <laughs> And he is pissed drunk. Y'all, this was hilarious. She brings Bobka and a recipe. She's waiting for him. She's like, because he left so abruptly, she thinks he's mad at her. Mm-hmm. She did something wrong or whatever. And she is not shy because she's waiting to confront him. So drunk. So drunk. So drunk. He tells her how much he wants to fuck her. 
Yes, and that his cock has been hard since the day they met. <laughs> every time, every time he looks at her, his cock is hard. Like he's telling her all of this. This is so good. It is so And he's like good. taking off his clothes and stuff. She's like, don't take off your clothes. Oh God. And he's, like, and he's like he's like shoving and the babka in his in his and mouth. One and bite he's like you? and he's just like, You're so amazing for being kind to everyone, no matter their class and even your mother. You don't even cook because because you want to please her. Like, he's, like, saying all this <laughs> drunken stuff. And I love that. I love that. And he even says, like, you're even kind to me. And she's like, well, what What do you mean? Like, what do, what do you mean? Why would you not deserve my kindness or mm-hmm. anything? And Kit says, you know, I'm just a pretty but dim bulb, shallow as a saucer, as, as they, my father as says. As always say. <sighs> and he's just like, that's why he's so good at being a scoundrel because that's all he was expected yes. to be. And, and, I think, oh, and this is where she learns she's that so he hurt. has low self-esteem. She's you like, know? I don't understand this very outgoing person who mm-hmm. seems like he has everything, has such a low opinion of himself. And I yeah. think that that's also kind of a theme because it comes up again and again. Like even with Nellie, like Nellie's just like, you'd think that I don't have low moments. Like I have low moments and Catherine yeah. as well. And so it's just like, it can seem outwardly that everybody has everything going for them. They're perfect. They have picture perfect lives whatever and you still have you know self-esteem issues you know you still have things that you know that that hurt so she's learning she's learning but she just her heart's breaking she like tucks Tucks him in in bed and sneaks away hates his father she's like i hate your father (laughs) so i love the the next morning next morning they serve the babka yes they serve the babka they're at the breakfast room or they're wherever i felt like they were a tent they're always like in and out of tents and stuff that was whenever alice's mom she was eating the babka yes okay so kiss jealous because um lockwood lockwood is taking a piece of the babka and so he and alice are talking about it (laughs) and she and he just like i want to say that i helped her make that babka he he should be have the privilege he shouldn't have the babka babka. (laughs) it's my babka i'm eating the babka with her not him and then oh, Alice's mom Lord. comes in and snatches the plate from snatches her hand, saying, it "Leave it hands. for leave stuff for everybody else." Like she was eating the whole thing by herself. Like what? She ate. She's she was eating one piece. She took bitch, one man. bite. But y'all, this was humiliating. Her mother, she blatantly in front of everyone is basically like, you know, you're too fat. Give that to me. You know, you can. She's not. That. And she's and it's like her mom is delusional. So humiliating that she she's so embarrassed. She can't even look at Lockwood or Kit. She runs like. Back to the table and stares at the floor, and Kit wants to not take her head off. Hates he hates the, mom. the mother. Like he he's had it up to here with her mom yes. and the way that the mom treats. So then they so have the game of the sardines. Yeah, yeah, the hide and seek game. And um, so actually, that's whenever uh, Alice and Nellie have a conversation, but. Alice ends up by stepping into this like little hole and twists yes. her ankle. And then Nellie's like, wait here, I'm gonna go get, I'm gonna go get uh Kit. <laughs> yes, of course she gets Kit and brings she him back goes to get Kit. Her. And I love it because he's just like, sweetheart, are you okay? I, like, I love, love, he was, I love it. As soon, as soon as Nellie said, um, Alice hurt himself, he takes off running. running. He's like, like, where is she? Running. Oh my god, it was so good. My heart just like I love I whenever there's an unintentional slip of an endearment. Like yes. I love that. Yes. I live for that shit. Okay. Yes. And he's so just good. like he carries her to the tent. She's a little bit embarrassed. And of course her mom just like, what did you do? You like you embarrassing girl. girl. Like, you stupid girl. And I love how Kit goes oh. off like madam. Like cause he because her mom's like, this is inappropriate, you being carried by a man. Like she can't fucking walk. Yeah. And he just like, madam, um, the longer you complain, the longer she'll be in my arms. So can you move yeah. so I can set her down and it's just like so dumb it's so dumb and she's so embarrassed but um he actually ends up by bringing her to um her her room and she's gonna be laid up for a while yeah and um i so he, everybody he kind tell, of visits throughout the yeah. day but, the, but then she's kind of left alone where everybody's like having a good time that night mm-hmm. but then he sneaks in like before her mom comes in her mom leaves and so she thinks it's like um her maid's coming in but it's kit who sneaks in and she's like, you shouldn't be here. What are you doing? He's like, well, we need our lesson. You know, 
And she's like, my mom's coming back. You can. And he was like, well, I'll come back later. As soon as, as soon as your mom goes to sleep, I'm coming back, you know? Yeah. And so what he does is he pays the footman. He pays the footman to tell him when the old woman has gone to her room. Has gone to the room and the lady's maid has gone to bed. So he, I love how he brings her a basket of stuff because he's like, she must be so bored. Like some wine and food. Wine, olives, cards, because he wants to teach her how to play cards and stuff like that. And it's just like, oh God, I just love it. He's so thoughtful. And literally he could be doing anything else that night yeah but he's going to hang he out with alice with and it's just like <laughs> i love that they're playfully like she's throwing olives at him every time he says something she doesn't like and he's like i'm not picking that one up she's like you have to kit i can't pick it up they're just like so playful it is scene. so playful and i love the it's, card game oh, that they play yes. so whoever has the highest hand wins and they get to ask the other person a question oh, and this. one it's of like one of her yeah one of one of her first questions was why did you leave so abruptly that night in the kitchen? And Kit refuses to answer. So he takes an extra card. He's like, next, next like, question. Next. And it. then, so her next question is like, what's your favorite word? And he goes, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I love how she's not as scandalized anymore with stuff. And she's like, what? And he's like, like, it's my favorite pastime. And you could use it like so many different ways. And he also says something really spoony because she wants to know how many women that she's that yes. he's been with. And he's like, I don't keep track because I think it does them a disservice to like make them a cheap tally. And she yeah. loves that answer. She loves yeah. that answer. Yeah. And he finds out, he's like, so whenever you, like, because he doesn't remember exactly what happened the night that she brought the babka. He just knows that she was in his room. Right. And he was like, he originally had asked her at the at the breakfast table, did I say anything embarrassing? She's like, nope, but like blushes. <laughs> and so he knows she's lying. So whenever he wins, he yeah. asked her. Like, and he was like, what me. did I say? Like, that was it had in, me in agony. I need to know. And he's like, it was it, was it, was it, was it bad? Was it offensive? And um, she's like, you paid me some very nice compliments. <laughs> and blushes more. And he's like, what kind of compliments are they? And she's like, well, they were very graphic. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny i love this scene so much and then he also asked he's like well do you want one of the questions that he asked her is do you want to continue this bargain when we come back when we go back to new york and she was like well yes but there i would not be able to get away from my mother like it's yeah. impossible after this house party like i wouldn't i, I, won't, be I, would, to, I won't be I won't able, be able to. to see you alone again exactly but so then but then they have a really a really delicious she, because she accidentally moves her ankle and she's like in pain and he's oh, like and he rubbing her head her. and like yes. he's just like being so sweet and she loves it and he's like I used to do this for my mom like whenever she was in pain she and was stuff sick. and then mm-hmm. he's like ready to leave and he's like well I'm, I'm in, and then she goes oh no it still hurts and like he sees through it he sees through it that she just doesn't want him to leave but so kiss. then they start kissing and it gets a little bit so further passionate. like like he ba- he brushes her breast and and he's she's he's like is that okay she's like more and like she like arches into yeah it. arches in, it's and getting so they hot are, and heavy it is getting heavy heavy and but then, then a noise and then they hear a noise out in the hallway and so she's not suddenly, sure is yes. it her mom getting up yeah you know so, like, you've got to go you've got to go yeah. so abruptly he um he has to leave so he ends up he leaves so the next morning though he wakes up late because he ended up drinking and then um going to bed that night he the next day he gets up and everybody is like running around like crazy and he's like what is what is going on and he sees the carriages everybody's leaving and nelly tells (gasps) nelly tells kit well Alice's mom caught Harrison and Maddie making yes. out in the rain last yes. night, and she decided to take it upon herself to tell Maddie's dad and the Duke and and all of the chaperones and all the chaperones. So they're hustling their women out. And with Alice, the when when her mom bu- busts into her room that morning, telling her this, she's like, "It was my duty to inform everybody about what happened." And Alice oh is like, God. "I'm so embarrassed. Maddie my probably hates me. It. All the chaperones probably hate me. Yeah. Like she is so." Embarrassed. And so she's downstairs sitting on the sofa and Nellie's like, you need to use the back stairs if you want to go see her because you don't want everybody to know that you're going in there. And it's just like, he knows that she's so embarrassed and she's mortified. And Alice is just like, I can't believe this is happening. Like, I don't want to show my face. And, and I love how kids just like, it would have happened anyway. It's fine. Like, like it's fine. They're going to get married. And there was no way that she was going to marry Lockwood. Like it's okay. That was never going to happen. But this is where we have an agonizing moment where they realize 
realize she's leaving and they may never see each other again. Yeah. So this was like a and really. And he insists on like carrying her to the carriage, yes. even though the mom's like, this is inappropriate. And he's like, I'm fucking doing it. I don't care. It. I'm carrying <laughs> like, her. This is, this I love so how bad. she, uh, he always just like sets the mom down a little bit. Like you he need has to zero off. patience when yeah. it comes to the yeah. mom. So back in New York, it's been like, you know, a couple weeks, her yeah. ankles healed and they're all at the opera. They don't know that they're all at the opera. But Alice, <laughs> Alice is a little bit more bold because she sees the Duke alone in one of the boxes. Box, and he, and looks, he looks so sad and lonely. And yes. so she's just like, I feel like I need to apologize, first of all, because she kind of feels like it's her fault because her mom or whatever. Yeah. So she decides an intermission. She's going to tell her mom she's going to go to the ladies' room. And she goes into the box. So this bold move. She goes yeah. into the Duke's box to apologize and talk to him. And she uses Kit's um, advice about turning the conversation on to the person. Yeah, every time he asks her, she, she turned the conversation around. She's like, well, what do you like? She used all the, the <laughs> eye contact, all the little flirty moves. Well, lo and behold, Kit is across the way. In the box with Preston, Preston's mistress and the mistress's uh, friend, this actress, who's his date, Lottie is his date for yeah. the night, which infuriated me, of course, immediately. Um, you but, better uh, not. I know. You better not, kid. Oh, you better not be. But anyway, he sees her and all he can do is like- Watch her. I know. He's just and like- And he's just like, she's using no. all the moves that I taught her on him. Are, him and Lo- are her and Lockwood a thing? Is this really happening? Oh, and so no. he sees her leave and he immediately, he's like, he just- Mid-conversation. Mid-conversation with Lottie. He's like, he's like uh, I'll I'll have to go. Champagne. champagne. Bye. Bye. <laughs> he like jets. He Y'all, he is so in love with her. So he does not even her. know it. I love these kind of romances where the hero, he is, they're so, so into the heroine and they don't even know it. They don't even know it. They don't even know it. And like, he, he just like, he just wants to talk to her and be like, how have you been? Like, oh, you and Lockwood, I saw you, whatever. And she was just like, no, I was just like being a friend Mm -hmm. and stuff. Like he he looked like he needed something. Like he wouldn't look, she's not thinking that she has a chance with Lockwood. Like she truly was just being friendly, you know? Right. Um, But he sees like, she's alluring and she doesn't know it and he sees sees what the duke would see in her and he really the duke does all of a sudden he even makes a comment like how did i not know that you were this funny or whatever i know and it's just because like she makes him laugh yes yes and puts him at ease and then of course alice has to return to the box and then whenever she returns to her box she notices that kit like preston fusses at kit because he's just like look you've been distracted all and and lottie's mad arabella's mad like you need to pay attention to her also they have this conversation and this i think it's important because he basically grabs her and hauls her off to like the reception area where they're uh they're getting champagne and stuff and all he does is hound her about the duke but then he's like and he then he asks for four glasses of champagne she's like and is she pretty like asking who who are you here with and then suddenly he's like oh shit you know i just like i just fucked up so immediately she shuts down and is just like furious you have a good time have a good life and And she watches she watches them in the box and and just like horrible where he's flirting with lottie the whole time because preston was complaining because she wasn't he wasn't being attentive so now he's like trying to be attentive but at the same time it is breaking Alice's heart. And like the next day she goes into the, um, into the kitchen with, with the chef so that she can, you know, it's a stress reliever for her. Right. She goes and she bakes and she cooks or whatever. And, um, Preston shows up in the kitchen. Okay. <laughs> And Preston wanted to thank her for the recipes and stuff. And, like, um, they're so excited about it. But, oh, damn, they can't find a chef to execute their recipes right. right. Nobody like, can if get it only right. they could find only someone. They find if someone. only they could find someone. And maybe um, <laughs> Chef Franconi. He is a matchmaker and this is perfect. So. Alice is like, well, you know, I could, I could cook for the actual opening, the yeah, opening their, night. Their, they like, need to impress like everybody for, while they the still search for a chef and stuff like that. And he's yeah. like, oh, perfect. You can come over. Like, kid will be so excited or whatever. And then <laughs> we go back to the supper club and they're trying to book like a singer and stuff like that. They're trying to get all their ducks in a row. And Preston just like, I've got the chef taken care of, but yeah, doesn't tell Kit. Who it is. Who it is. Doesn't even. And so like he's such a mopey up. little sad he boy. Is. He's like so like they're they're listening to some one of the actresses audition. He's like, she was terrible. He's like, uh, okay. Uh <laughs> like can you be like a Good little luck. bit like Preston knows. Kit is down. He is depressed. He is not his normal self. And then she walks in, he's like, and he hears her. I love he hears her voice and immediately, like a little <laughs> A little hunting dog perks He's up. Like, Hi. You know, wait, Alice? Wait, what? Alice, what are you doing here? Alice, He's what like, are you doing here? And Preston like leaves immediately. Like, oh, yep, y'all I'll talk about go. it. Do something. Bye. Bye. 
<laughs> such an obvious matchmaker. And I love him for so it. Funny, me too. I love him for it, and I love whenever the mm. friends know what's good for them and just kind of right. like sets it up and then leaves and be like, "Y'all, right, right, be right, alone, right, be alone and talk." And so, anyway, she's just like, "I can do it," and um, he's like, "I know you can do it." And they have to hide that she's a woman because right. like women she don't cook and fine like, dining. She's, yeah, she needs a little help. Yes, and but. so she disguises herself. They're saying that she's Chef Franconi's apprentice, and they call her what her nickname is that Franconi calls her. It Lu- means fly. Lu- Lucocia or Lu- something like Lucocia. It's something that means, means firefly. firefly. <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot it already. Yes. They're like, okay, this is going to work. And she's like, well, I'll need help in the kitchen. He's like, yeah, well, we need we need you to have like assistance or whatever. And she's like, well, I know who's going to assist me. You're going to assist you me. Are. I love when she bullies him. I and love it too because like, it's like such a so, confident moment for yes, her. So like is. they have three days where they're doing prep work and when they're in the kitchen, it's just so like yeah. Kit is just so turned on by her. <laughs> I love it. Okay? She's masterful. She and, is. And so that after that first day of prep work, there's like nobody in in the uh, club that everybody's Yeah, it's just sort of them. It's home. just them. It's just them. And he's like, uh, come with me into my come with me into they my They kiss in they kiss in the kitchen, okay? Yes. And um he's like, Well, do you trust me? And she's like, Yes. And he's like, We need to go to my office right yeah, now. Yeah, let's go to my office for what I want to do. <laughs> oh and he's like, I promise. Yes. Cause like she's all into the kiss, does not want it to stop, and he's like Trust me, I will leave your innocence intact. Like nothing I would do, like will compromise you at right, all. Right for your future husband. And he completely, I mean, she completely trusts him. Okay, and he goes down on her and gives her her first ever orgasm with another person. So good. And he is so he's such an attentive partner, and I just love Kit so much. And <laughs> I love how. He is so sad after like she she leaves and she goes home because he's just like there's only one more date and I'm too attached to her. Yeah, I can't be with her in the kitchen. I we need more people anyway, but I'm gonna hire people and I'm I have to stay away from the kitchen because yeah. this is the last time that I can be alone with Alice because it's not fair for her. I can't offer her anything else. Like he keeps saying this, like you know, there's there's nothing that he can offer her. Yeah, this is where we start to see his own self-esteem issues that were drilled into him by his father that he's not good enough. He's not good enough for a woman like Alice. Right. And then when Alice returns to the hotel, she sees the Duke outside of her room. And he was like, well, I was looking for you. And she's like, yes, I was here. Yes, I was, I've been here all I the whole time. The <laughs> I talk to the chef Franconi a lot. We're old, you know, so she makes up excuses. And he invites her to go out for, for a, drive. a drive in the park. And a so she does drive. go, a public drive. And Which, she's not really thinking that this is really anything. Yeah, but this is a statement, guys. Like, we, we all know. The Duke is pursuing enough, her. Yes, y'all, we've read enough historical romance. As we know, when you go in an open carriage where people can see you, you're meant to be seen. So he wants and people so, to know he's publicly... Yeah. Exactly. Then the her. next night, it's the night of the dinner, okay? She's been cooking with, like, this this nice uh, chef, like, Mrs. Henry is her sous chef, and she has, like, a daughter and a son that's helping her. And Kit never comes into the kitchen, like, except to, like, bring them, like, refreshments or whatever. And the, the dinner goes off without a hitch, and um, they have, like, this moment where when the singer is singing, like, they pop yes. out. Yes. And like Kit's looking at her and they did agree that they would like have one more night together, Mm -hmm. but Kit's kind of regretting it because he's just like, the more I'm with her, the more I don't want to let it go. Well, because Nellie, is it Nellie? Nellie does mention. Nellie pops in. It's like, oh, did you see the society papers? Oh, Lockwood is pursuing her. And, or is it Preston? I I think it's Preston. Preston. It's Preston. Preston. Nellie comes in the inn and and sets him straight. Preston is the one who tells him here because then he's like, well, she deserves him. And Preston's like, that is not the reaction I expected. So we know Preston is expecting him to fight for her. You know, he's like, and he even asks, he's like, you would be okay losing her now to another man. It, he's struggling. He's struggling internally. He is struggling, but he also just thinks that he's not marriage material because yeah. he 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 doesn't want people to expect anything of of him because he's afraid to fail them. You yeah. know, because like I said, he thinks that he doesn't have a lot going for him. That's why this supper club succeeding is so important. And what because if he it is like his father? Successful. What if he turns into? Yeah. His what father? if he is just a pretty face? Feelings, you know. Right. And what if he can't be faithful to Alice and stuff? So all that's turning. And like I love how. 
<laughs> at the end of the night, it's a success. Everyone loved the dinner. Everyone loved yes. the entertainment and stuff. And she waits. And then it's only Preston and Kit toasting with champagne in the dining room. And they invite her to toast too. And then Preston, of course, makes his exit. Yeah, Kit's like strategic. nervous. And he's like, Preston, don't go. Don't go. Don't like, go. Nope. Nope. Because nope, <laughs> he knows he has zero willpower when zero. it comes to this woman. And Kit even says, like, we shouldn't. We shouldn't. We should just stop right here. But Alice is like, she's the bold one this time. And I freaking love it because she just like, this is my last night with Kit. And and yeah. if I'm going to be with somebody, I want I, it yes. to be Kit. Even if I know that that he's not looking for marriage, like he's never going to be looking for marriage, I still would rather it be him than anybody else because I'm so comfortable yeah. with him and I am falling in love with him. So she, <laughs> I love how she goes up to him and says, that she's like meet me in meet, meet me, me in, in your office, office professor ward. professor ward and then bites his ear oh. and he's like i'm a goner yeah he's like, fucking hell and so he's That's so it. intent that he can if he keeps his clothes on he can just bring her pleasure yeah i love how he rationalizes further. everything he's like i shouldn't go but if i go i could just I keep my clothes this. on i could pleasure and it'll her be fine. And it'll be all right as long as we keep our clothes on you know like he goes back and forth back and forth back and alice forth. will not let him stop though no alice like no he brings her pleasure but then alice he is also just goes like, down on her i mean she goes down on him like when he gets in and he yes. almost loses his mind yes and she takes off oh. her clothes and just like this is happening. And yeah. so he does take her virginity and she like is ecstatic about it. But then she has a moment where she just like, I'm so in love with him. She lets like a tear slip or whatever. Yeah, so knowing sad. that this is goodbye, knowing yes. that she cannot wait around for him yes. to realize what they have is very special. She's just like, I can't wait because he may never be ready and I have to get married. Like I can't stand my mother and right. I, I have exactly. to be with she, somebody who wants has to, to be married now. now. She can't wait 10 years from now when Kit finally figures shit out. Like, and I, so it's kind of like, She's crying because, first of all, it was the most beautiful thing. And it's exactly what she wanted. She even told him, she said, I want it to be you. I want you to be the one, you know, who does this with me, like, for the first time. And in his head, he's just like, oh, God, like, I don't want to ruin her and all that. But afterwards, she has that. It's just this moment of regret of what they could be. Yes. You know, and and he's not willing to take that step. Exactly. So she and she even tells him, him whenever she leaves, she's just like, I want you to be ha- happy, Christopher Ward, because you yes. deserve it. And you're more than what you're you... You're more than what you perceive yourself to be. Exactly. You don't give yourself enough credit. Like, yeah. you you deserve all the things, basically. And leaves him just, like, you know, shattered, knowing yes. that this is the last time. Well, her mom comes back because she had, like, a plan for her. She tell, uh, she cables her dad, like, can you get mom to come yeah, home that was Boston. the reason she, way she got out of the house for three right. days. Well, she appears and she's really excited because she's read the society papers and knows that the Duke has been kind of courting Alice. Yeah. And I love how the mom is just like, it must be the dowry that attracted him to yes. you. Yes. Well, I'll have your father sweeten the deal to really lock in the, yes. um, the wedding. Holy shit. This mother is, she calls, and she her, calls stupid. her stupid so many times. So like many stupid. Times. Keep up, t- keep up, you stupid girl. She's like this is the plan. Bitch. God, I hate Like this make mom. sure you don't talk too much in front of him. <laughs> Don't, don't, and eat something before you go so you're not eating at dinner with him. Like, stuff like that. I'm just like, ugh. It's just so awful. And then there is also a little side pot that there's another friend named Forrest that he's just spiraling. He's like an alcoholic and stuff. That is so sad. And Kit was supposed to meet with him for dinner, but he slipped. Um, Kit had like some people watching Forrest. And, And um, Preston comes up one night and says, I need you to come with me. We need to identify Forrest. It's so sad. This is the, this is the night after he's slept with, uh, yes. with Alice. Alice. And so they have to identify Forrest. And at his funeral, like a week later, there's nobody there but Preston and Arabella and Kit. And Alice shows up. And Alice goes sit next to Kit and holds his hand. It is so sweet. So and like and at first she's frozen, her, yeah, and then he lays in her lap, lap and oh she like God. strokes his hair, and it's just like, oh, this is what they could be, and he won't let them. So beautiful. And when when she's leaving after she comforts him, he's like, "Well, I'll see you again." And she's like, "I think that this needs to be the last time that we see each other." And, she, yeah. and, and he was like, "Well, why? What the hell? Like, why are you being so cruel and stuff? Like, I didn't think that now that you possibly could be becoming a duchess, like you." don't want to hang out with me anymore and she's just like you don't get it i have feelings for you i love that and this it hurts it would have frustrated me if she didn't tell him yes. at that point i was so glad she finally tells him 
basically without saying the words, I'm in love with you and yes. this is killing me inside. Yes. And, and, she, and, he, and he goes, says, oh. but he goes, oh, but I told you there was no, I told you I was not the marrying kind. She said, I know. And that's this why is I'm why. telling you to stay away from me. And like, that's when he gets it. Like, oh my God, the devastation. It is. It the is. Devastation. <sighs> and so I love how it. Preston has a come to Jesus meeting yes. with fucking Kit because he needs and it. And Nellie. Nellie shows up too. So I love how Preston just like, it doesn't like, it doesn't make sense. And like you could be with her and she could have all, all the things that she wants, but you're unwilling to give it to her. And, um, then, so Nellie comes and Nellie's just like, she is so ballsy. I love her. Well, also, this has to be self-serving, too, because Nellie has to want the Duke. So I know that she's just like, I know that you want her. You need to buck up and um, you need to court her like a proper person. And and she makes him analyze why he won't marry. And it all boils down to just fear of not measuring up. Yes. You know? And then he realizes that he couldn't live with himself if she married somebody else. That it needs to be him. That he can give her all the things, you know? And Nellie says, you need to do it the proper way. So he sends her flowers. Yeah. (laughs) And then tries to show up at a tea. At a tea that she's supposed to be at. But then it it gets messed up because the Duke says, have dinner with me. And Alice's mom's like, you can't go to the tea because you need to rest and like rest for the dinner. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Um, you need to prep because it's going to take so long for you to prep. I hate her mom so her much. Mom is Jesus just, is awful. Uh, just, oh, I hate her. Well, bitch. then there's this reporter that comes to Kit during the day after he oh. gets back from the tea that Alice never shows up at. <laughs> and his name's Littleton. And he's asking, he's like, well, I heard a rumor that the that the chef, um, Franconi's apprentice, was a woman. And Kit's like, oh, no. No, that's not true. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, well, I actually heard that it's Alice Lusk. Yeah, like so he has her name. out. He's like, don't print that. Don't you dare. That's not true. Like, it's absurd. He kind of convinces Littleton that it could not possibly be her. Like, it sounds so out there. Yeah, he's like, like, we're not going to print it, right? He's like, as long as I can get verification that there is a, you know, Chef Coachella or whatever it is, is the, um, is a man, then yes, I won't print it. So he knows he has to go warn her. So, of course, Alice is in the middle of dinner with the Duke, and everybody's eyes are riveted over her shoulder to some noise. And She's um, like, make a kid, beeline for I know. her. Kid comes barreling in, in to the restaurant everyone. and, you know, go, comes straight for her. And it's like, Alice, I need to talk to you privately immediately. I mean, this is so, like, you know, you don't do this. No. <laughs> And, and like Lockwood's like, like are you okay? And she's like, like, don't worry, I'll be right back. Yeah, because he basically lifts her out of her chair and hauls her into the kitchen and starts telling her. Well, then Lockwood follows them, and yes. then Littleton shows up. Yes, it's, it's like a, a menagerie of it's a, a fucking fuck clusterfuck. And yes. he's like, how interesting. This is Alice Lust that you're talking to. Wait, wait. I just left you. And then Franconi goes, Oh, Coachella, come over here. Luchella, so he's like, Luchella. I have my verification. And then he walks out. You know. And then she's like so upset because she's just like, my reputation is absolutely ruin now because you know i'm gonna be the scandal in the papers and you know um i love how i love how her mom walks in too and just like what oh. did you do you ruined everything, you ruined get, back, everything. get back into that dining room and kids just like do not do not manhandle her at all and i love how lockwood starts eyeing up um, Kit, because Kit's just like you shouldn't even be here because he's not your down business. like in her face, and he's like, "It's gonna be okay, Alice." He's like speaking to her intimately, like, "I'm gonna take care of this," and he like Lockwood hauls him up. He's like, "What are you doing? Like, back off, dude." You know, I am her date for the night. Yes. You should not be trying to, So like, they even, like, fight a little bit. And Alice, Alice stands up and she just, like, stop. This is not helping. And then she even stands up to her mom, too, being like, go up to the room. Because Christopher's just like, I'm not going to let your reputation be ruined. I'm yeah. going to marry you. And Alice's mom's like, absolutely not. <laughs> like, yeah. you will not. But then even Alice is like, no, you're not going to marry me out of pity to save me from this. It's not. And she tells him, no, I'm not marrying you. And Christopher's just like, no. And then, Wait, but no. she leaves anyway. Because he realizes he waited too late to tell her how he felt. I love how Chef Franconi comes up to him and, like, that was your idea for a proposal. <laughs> <laughs> and he's Try like, if harder. you love her, you need to speak from the heart. And mm-hmm. so, um, after I love, Alice has her moment and tells her mom off. Yes. Says how she horrible goes she's to her been. Mom's apartment yes. First. How horrible she's been to her and how miserable she's made her and her mom's excuses. Like, I was trying to toughen you up. The world is a cruel place. And she's like, I needed encouragement. I, I needed didn't need un- this I fucking needed your shit. Unconditional love and support. Right. That's what I needed. 
Exactly. And she just like, you know, I'm not going to stop being me anymore to, to please you. And she's just like, wait, do your father hears about this? And she's like, whatever. I'm just, I'm done with you. I'm so done. I'm going to go to Europe and I'm going to be a chef. And then the mom's like starting to kind of freak out a little bit. She's like, pack your things. We're leaving in the morning. She's like, whatever. I don't care. Bye. Uh, Yeah. We're going to all she's worried about is who's going to marry you now, you know? Yeah. Cause like, I love also Lockwood had that moment in the kitchen where he's just like, wow, it happened again. I know. It happened again. gonna happen i was like poor lockwood i felt so, so bad for him when she goes back to her room kit's there and she's like what are you doing here he's just like i need to explain like i plan on courting you anyway i talked to nelly and i sent you flowers like this was me courting and, you and i went, and I went to, to the tea that you weren't there and i sat through this ridiculous and so she is a little bit hopeful, but she just kind of, she just kind of like, I don't, I don't you, you're so against marriage and all of a sudden you're not like, I, I can't, I can't, you know, risk it on this. And he's just like, okay, no, I just need to prove to you that I love you and not that I'm not just saying this. And I love how he goes challenge accepted and he walks out of the room. <laughs> so the next morning they were supposed to catch the early train. But they missed the early train, so her and her mom catch the afternoon one, and they're at Boston. And yeah, Boston the and butler, home. the butler, basically the says nice. like, "Yeah, the butler's really nice," um, and tells her mom, um, "You know, your husband's waiting He's for you. Waiting the study for wants you. to see you right away." And, um, but not Alice. Alice, 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 Alice is like, oh, I'll go kitchen. up too. And he's like, no, no, no. Your father said you need to go to the kitchen. You need to wait in the kitchen. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know who's there. I knew he was going to be there. So good. Okay. <laughs> Kit is in there with flour all over his face making babka. He's glazing the babka. <laughs> and I love how he's just like, oh, you're early. These I, aren't ready yet. I want it to be ready. <laughs> and I love how he tells her, he's just like, I need to prove to you that, you know, I loved you. And this was the moment, the moment that we made Balka that I knew that I, I was He basically is telling her that, that question she kept yes. asking why he left he finally that answered. kitchen is because that's that was the moment that he knew that he was in love with her. Yeah. And he was just like, what better way than to bake this bread, a symbol of their love for her to prove that he loves her in her <laughs> he home. He gets on his knee. And holds up the bread because his he mother's keeps telling her, He keeps telling her, he's like, we need to cut the bread. And she's like, no, 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 it needs to sit for a while no, before we cut it. And he's like, no, you don't understand. Bread. Something's in the bread. She's like, what could possibly be what in the bread? Mean? He's like, Alice, understand. my mom's ring's in the bread. <laughs> and he just lifts up the whole loaf to her and asks her to marry <laughs> And proposes on his knees. <laughs> I can so see this. Thing it's ever. so cute. It's just the best thing ever. Okay. And she and and she's like, yes, yes, a thousand times yes, I will marry you. And I love it. Awesome. They have an epilogue a year, later. a year later. She's been the chef. It really didn't cause that much of a scandal. There were some grumbles, but nothing ever really came of I it. I love that the um, because see, this is why I love the Gilded Age because we're sort of crossing over into modern thinking. Yes, you know, because even like this night, uh, she's doing a supper club for women for women only. women only. They you know, do it once a month. Only, you know, and so it was really cool how this is very. It was a very. It's a very open supper club. They have you know except. All kinds of people, all kinds of actors, actresses, everything. I just really loved it. It was very inclusive. Right. And um, we also- Yeah, he has an anniversary out. gift. He has an anniversary gift. And it's tickets to go to Paris because she's always wanted to go to Paris. And not only but that, also, but she set up a meeting with this famous chef, chef in Paris. Or whatever. Yeah. And she is so ecstatic. She's like, I can't believe that this is happening. Like, they're yeah. going to spend three weeks in Paris, and it, it's just like her dream come true. I'm just like, he's such a good I husband. I know. <laughs> it's so good. It's so cute. It is so adorable. So what is your showdown scene? Oh, man. It's hard, but I think I'm really going to go for the Bobka scene when they make the it the first time. The first Bobka scene? The first. It's, I mean, both are wonderful. See, but that first mine scene, is the second one just because I think it's one of the cutest proposals. And I also, it you know is. how I like when stuff's not perfect. Yes. And I really love how he and has to improvise and hold, he and he like has a towel under the bread proposing like, to the her. It's too hot. We can't, we'll ruin the bread if we cut into it now. Yes. Yeah, and he's just so like, cute. my ring's in here to propose yes. to you. <laughs> Both of those scenes were just intimate in their own way. And I loved, I loved the first one just because of the connection they made and then the sexual tension that was created. And he's obviously so head over heels for her. There's too many good you know, sexual tension scenes in this There's so book. many good ones. Like there was, like it is a slow burn. There's only actually one sex scene. Yes. But, um, there's, there's so much so sexual, much sexual tension. tension that it just it it's so compelling. It is it's, compelling. Yeah, it I love lovely. this book. It was lovely. It is a very lovely. I'm ready book. for Nellie's book. I know. I can't wait to. She hasn't announced what the next one's going to be, but it's I'm excited. It's got to be Nellie and Lockwood. So it excited. has to be. I wonder if she'll save them for last, though. You know, maybe. Oh, it could I don't be know. Preston and Catherine. Next. Maybe I don't know. Hopefully, I don't know. 
Maybe. Anyway. All right, guys. We (laughs) hope that you enjoyed today's episode, and we look forward to the next one where we'll be kicking off the end of the year mini-sodes, starting with our 2021 favorite books and authors. Thanks so much for listening. This goes out to all the fangirls. Life's better with a little H-E-A.